this week's episode of Back Chat. I'm Brian. I'm Krista. And it's our fucking, fucking 50th episode. Woo! Five. Woo! Oh. Woo! You sound like the five o. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was good. Also, I like that voice that you were just doing. It yeah, was like that was real um, fun. I don't know what that was. What would that you call that? That was Tommy. Yeah, that was Tommy. That was Tommy. Okay. Yeah. That was, or maybe Brayden after some fireball. Tommy or Brayden both work. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Brayden. Tommy Brayden. Like, you sounded like a bronado. Yeah. And... I'm surprised you didn't crop dust me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it was fun. I, I can't believe we're sitting here. Which is something we've talked about. <laughs> In one of our many episodes. I know. I just can't believe that we're sitting here at number 5-0. It's, it's crazy. crazy. I was like, oh my God, congratulations on 50 years, Brian. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting there and you're just like, Backchat turns 50. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> not Wrong quite. thing. <laughs> not quite. Backchat is actually not even one year old. No, it's no, not. No, and it won't be for a while. But you know what? Fifty episodes in under—I mean, we're getting close. less than a year. Because it's week, way less than a, a year. We're a weekly show, and a week, our year has fifty-two weeks. Wait, so how so is we're that... like technically two episodes away from a whole year worth of episodes? How is that possible? Because we've had extras? we have episodes in the vault. The early episodes, remember? Because we released them all at once. Yeah, but Which we, took up about a month and a half. We worth. only started at episode like seven on. We did. So there are six unreleased the, original episodes. No, no, no. Oh, we did? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this I thought it was like, because remember we released like six episodes on that one day. Yeah, but that was still well after like episode six itself. Right, right. Yeah, so this oh, isn't the actually episodes that weren't, weren't recorded. <laughs> Did I just let the air out of our balloon, our big five O balloon? I don't think so, because we're still recording number fifty. Blow it back up, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Blow it the fuck back up. Yeah, it is blown up. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I'm I just like can't honestly believe it. Like I feel like we I'm really proud of us because I feel like we've done a lot of had a lot of dedication to yeah. this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's actually not easy, contrary to popular belief, to produce a podcast every it's week. Not, no. It it's, can be quite challenging, especially with vacations and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, however, that being said, we fucking love it. And I think that that is a um, – a reflection of how much we literally just adore doing back chat. Exactly. And each other too. And each we other. love spending time together. It's we a do. great excuse to do it weekly. Right. We get to talk about so many different things. Yeah. And the beautiful part about it is people actually want to listen to it. This is so true. Yeah. Okay. So this week, I thought let's have a really special fake sponsor. Yes. Um, so do you want to start or do you want me to start? You go ahead. Okay. So today at my work, sometimes we have these like um, workshops, lunchtime workshops. Yes. That people come and put on and um, sometimes it's each other. Sometimes we do them. I've done one on, on mental health in the workplace, which was super cool. Yeah. Um, but today we had the soap dispensary come. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and it was they, super they cool. came to your work. Yeah. They That's came to fine. our work. Her name was Lynn. I believe she was the owner, she said. I wish it was Linda. Oh, I yeah, know. I mean, her, Lynn's a great name. Lynn is great. It's just, you know that my affliction for Linda. I just I mean, I have a do, little penchant for that name. Don't we have a it's alter? My, yeah, yeah, it's my alter right. ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Linda and Christine. Is that our Midwest lesbians? Yes. Yeah, that's what yes, I thought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, so yeah, the soap dispensary came and they were. It was just so cool because I felt like, oh, I've got a handle on recycling. And they were really teaching us about the zero waste movement. Okay. Um. Which I knew a lot of this stuff. Like, I like to think that I'm kind of on top of it. But at the same time, I didn't realize how little is recycled of the things that we put into the blue bins. Okay. Um, so literally only 91% of pla- – or sorry, only 
nine percent yeah of the pl- of the plastics that you put into the the blue bin are recycled. So ninety one percent are not recycled. That's crazy. So yeah. why do we even put them in the bin? It, well, because it's still important to put them in the bin because there is the chance, right? Because you don't know what's oh, okay. what's going to be in the nine percent. I think in Vancouver it's a little bit better, but um, China closed its doors to um, buying. Uh, plastics in yeah. January of 2018, and that was they were the biggest buyer yeah. of um, plastics from Canada and the U.S. So that's caused like a that's caused a huge increase for plastics going to the dump. And did you know this actually was crazy to me? Vancouver's landfill is set to close in 2037. Whoa! Because we filled it up. Wow. Yeah. So do they have another one planned or what's yeah, the like, deal? Yeah, like we will have to make another one, but that means more like land that we're going to have to find and then another also totally fill. destroy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy if you think about it like that. that like, is nice. Oh, sorry, back chat. Wow, rude. <laughs> Left Didn't your even phone turn off, on. off my phone. Um, but it's kind of crazy if you think about it like that. It really makes you realize like how much trash we produce. Yeah, that's a lot. Do you know the size of our current landfill? No, do you know I, d- I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I should have looked that up, but yeah, I didn't. You know me. I look at good stats. So. Yeah, you do. I don't. So <laughs> <laughs> no. And we'll get over that. We'll go go over this later. Yeah. Um, but what I did like think was really interesting, and and I I felt like this kind of changed the perspective a little bit for my for my mind personally was like, if you think about what plastic is, it's like it's meant to be this super short term use thing, mm-hmm. but it's something that lasts for hundreds of years. It's yeah. a very durable resource, and mm-hmm. it's actually a really amazing resource. Yeah. If we think about like all of the uses that you could do, but yeah. the thing is that we use it for maybe like you buy a water bottle, you buy a plastic water bottle, you use it for maybe five minutes. It's such a short term thing, and then you throw it away. But this literally, this bottle that you're throwing away is meant to last for like hundreds of years. Yeah, and that's absolutely like. It's when you crazy. think about it that way, it's like, you know how we have like mason jars or something at home that you like put food in mm-hmm. and how like you treasure that. Like if some if you're at work and like someone takes your fucking mason jar that you left to dry on the dish rack yeah. and you're like, who the fuck took my mason jar? Mm-hmm. Because that's my durable food thing. Yeah. It's like we literally buy that, but then toss it. It's all about our brains and how we think about like how we consume yeah, and what we, what we think is normal. And do you know what? I bet you very few people have ever been to a landfill. Have you ever been to Vancouver's landfill? I've never been. Have you ever said there and like looked at it? No, but you know what? I, she, she was actually saying, Lynn from the soap dispensary was saying mm-hmm. like highly recommends going to the landfill just to get an idea of what actually goes on. I think everyone should have to go there. Right? Just to have a look. Just yeah. So you can actually see the impact when you drink out of a plastic water bottle, where that goes. Yeah. Because our problem, I think, in this society is we use it once, very short term. Yes. We don't see what happens. No. We just know that we're constantly left with a clean Recycling. environment around us. Yeah, exactly. And as long as it's immediately okay around us, we have no concept of anything beyond that peripheral vision. Exactly. And we have clean streets. We have, you know, whatever. Yeah. So we don't think about this every day. Yeah. But... um. So like she was kind of breaking it down like it's about our habits, it's about our purchasing habits and about mm-hmm. our consuming habits. If we just create different habits, it won't be that hard. Yeah. Um which I really loved and um so I'm going to I'm going to try to uh do a kind of a breakdown of my house and and also so the soap dispensary, I didn't know this but they actually sell food and stuff like that as well. Oh. They sell everything that you need in like to make soaps, laundry detergent, like just soap, hand soap, like beauty products. Yeah. Um all kinds of things and I actually already do my own um, like moisturizer. Okay. I make my own and I love it. Um, but they also just teach people how to do that. That's cool. And I thought it was super interesting. So what else did I learn from her? Um, so I was kind of thinking, what would I 
what could I do to like lower my impact? So like one of the things I was thinking was like, if I took a plate from work and like took it over to like the cafe by my work yeah, and just was like, hey, put my sandwich on this. Okay. And I feel like a lot of us could do that or just like bring a container to put your food in. Yeah. Like that's a really big one that we could all do. Right. Instead of getting a takeout container. Yeah. Like lower the – because like styrofoam takes forever to break down, but it's literally meant for you to use for like the walk home. That's I'm surprised that styrofoam is still legal. Or right? that places still use it and that we haven't put enough social pressure on these places to stop using styrofoam. Eventually, I think it will get to that point, but it's about it being maybe too late. Like, that's what's really scary is, like, we have to realize that, like, it's not just – we've talked about this before on the show. Like, the concept of history and the concept of time yeah. is moving at such a excelled pace. Mm-hmm. Like – you have internet, you have immediate access. Before, you would have had to maybe wait days for information, months even for mm-hmm. information, a month to get a letter back. Yeah. Like to find out what happened like three, you know, three months ago. Yeah. Like you – now it's like instantaneous. I can communicate with someone on the other side of the world like instantly. Yes. Right? So the whole concept of time um, of past and present is changing. Yeah. And with that, we need to change our ideas, right? Yes. So I just thought that was really cool. I'm going to keep you guys updated if I have any, like, um, anything that I do. Like, I think what I'm going to try to do is, like, always keep a reusable bag on me. Yeah, And if I don't have one, it's, like, she. one thing she said was, like, make a deal with yourself. Like, if you don't have a reusable bag, you you only get to bring home what you can carry in your hands Ah, or in your pockets. Right. And I'm, like, damn. Like, that's a good – that's a good idea because Mm – you like one thing that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really kind of struggling with is like when I clean my cat's litter boxes. Mm-hmm. Like I usually put it into like a little compost bag, but then I do put that in the trash. It's not a compost bag, but it's like one of those biodegradable bags that you get for the dogs. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know if anyone has any ideas out there about like what to put your trash into. I should have asked her this, but I totally forgot because I was so distracted by all the other good shit. Um. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Write write us at uh, backchatpodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram, um, either at the Backchat Podcast Instagram or on my personal one, which is at Carmenal, because I really need to know a new way for the, the litter that I use for my kitties. Okay. But, now, are you worried about it taking up space in the landfill or what, Yeah, what's your like, I'm like, can it be composted? Like, I just, I really don't know. Like, yeah. and like, do I have to throw it away? Like, what do I do with and it? And obviously there's absorbents in it and things like deodorizers. So is that bad for no, the environment? Like the one that I use is like the best litter that you can get. It's the, it's called World's Best Cat Litter. I think that's literally <laughs> okay. the brand name. The name told me um, And it's like, I can't even remember what the blend is. But anyways, it has no, like, there's no chemicals or anything bad in it. Okay. I think it, it might be compostable, but it's like... What am I like? My compost bag is in the freezer, so it's like, am I just gonna like scoop the litter and put it into the freezer? Like that's so weird yeah. and gross. Yeah. <laughs> or is it flushable? I don't know. Maybe I should do my research. But maybe it's. But maybe if anyone has ideas, know. yeah, yeah. But we ended off the workshop by making an all-purpose spray. Okay. That you can like take home and like keep remaking. So it was really cool. And that I was, is cool. I see yeah. the glass bottle of it on the counter. You yeah. brought it with you today. I did. I did. Um, we didn't try it out yet. No, not yet. But what's in it? So it's literally just water, Castile soap, and um, like a blend of essential oils. I think this one had like cinnamon, clove, lavender, lemongrass, tea okay. tree. So like it's a little bit more like antibacterial. What was the second ingredient? Cat skill- Castile, Castile soap. Okay, okay. Castile soap. Yes. And what is that? Um, do you know like Dr. Bronner's? Mm-hmm. So that's Castile soap. Okay. Do you know what it's made from? It is a blend of like – it's like a natural um, – it's like an unprocessed um, – soap okay. i guess is all i can like oils water and there's something else like and whatever the soap is but 
like there's a so there's like there's no synthetic ingredients in it. Okay. So like there are natural soap things like soap nuts. Do you know soap nuts? I've heard of those. Yeah. So like things like that. It's like there's natural soaps and then there's synthetic soaps which are detergents. Okay. So this would be considered a natural soap. Um. Like and I think it's like kind of the like the the best one that you can get for like pH balance for your skin and stuff okay. like that. Like, but yeah, so you use that and um yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I'm so I'm super excited, but like the thought of like changing over my house to be like more zero waste is kind mm. of exciting, right? That is exciting. Yeah, yeah. like I feel like you're already low impact. In I general, try. But I try. It never hurts to take it that extra level. And what's important about you doing that is you can teach other people, yeah, about it in like a, an accessible way. Like talking and I about am it on no, the show. like I am no pro. Like that's for sure. I'm yeah. definitely like at the start. I try to be as like low impact as I can, but at the same time, like you know, like even just like I'm doing meatless march, yeah, and I'm just trying to like change my perspective on that as well because that's also there's a lot of like environmental risks that are associated with that. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just want to be as educated as I possibly can be Perfect. so I can make those choices. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So that's my fake sponsor. I loved your fake sponsor. It was enlightening. I'm excited to try this cleaner that you brought over. Yeah, we can clean your counter when yeah, we're done. Yeah, we'll wash it up after. You know we'll, we're so messy. We will wash up after the show. Okay. <laughs> and speaking of like learning new things, I learned what it was like to have a needle stuck in my arm mm. after you raved about going to Chi Integrated yeah. for an intravenous therapy. Yes. So there's an IV therapy place not too far from my place in Yaletown called um, the IV Health Center. Okay. Yeah, which sounds funny. It sounds like the Ivy Health Center, like yeah, IVY. Does. I'm like, totally. oh, yeah, pretty fancy. Good job. But um, so they have walk-ins available okay. at this place, and they have a few naturopaths that work there. And then you have a consult with one of them, and then you just go over what their list of presented options is. Oh, okay. And you can kind of choose from there. So Jake and I both went, and we both had our first IV therapy session. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so um, both of ours, I think, were really high in like B12. There was yeah. some like just – I think it was their standard list. I think if you research the history of IV therapy, it starts – with like the Myers cocktail. Okay, was interesting. Like, that's like the OG thing that naturopaths used. Okay, what's yeah. in that? Um, the Myers cocktail. If you Google it, I like I can't remember exactly, but there's just like a ton of essential minerals and okay, nutrients right. and vitamins, like vitamins in it. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Um, this place adds like some amino acids, and I just need to say first and foremost that just the hydration alone of having that fluid go into your body. Yeah, right. My brain actually felt hydrated. Yeah, after. totally. It's like you can feel Oh yeah, I think that alone. And I'm someone who tries to drink a lot of water every day too. So it perked me up. I felt great from that. And I can totally notice the vitamins after too. Right. I'm really happy about that. There you go. So the Myers cocktail, by the way, is magnesium, calcium, various B vitamins and vitamin C. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's like the original cocktail and that was started with IV therapy. So vitamin C, when it goes, I, think, I believe it was vitamin C. When it goes in, it can be like a little bit like kind of like warm and burny. Mm. Did you find that? No, there was not really anything burning at all. In fact, it felt like somebody was blowing on your arm. Oh. Yeah. Both of our arms felt very cool. Yeah. Like it can be, and yeah, hot, it can yeah. be really cool because it's like kind of like room temperature, but like your body is warmer. Yeah. I think though you're thinking the burning one I think is vitamin B actually because oh, I've okay. had a vitamin B shot before and it, and it burned burns? like a oh. bitch. Oh. <laughs> and actually that's going to come up a little later in, in your dreams. <laughs> And it burned like a bat. It did, yeah. 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 But yeah, so anyways, um, the IV Health Center, cool. the IV Health Center is my big sponsor today because they're wonderful people. Um, They were really, really patient and just great with information when you sat down with them to explain the process, love explain that. what was in this stuff. Um, They make every one of their bags on site. It's made there. Yeah, yeah. Custom they make it right person. away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you can add um, like additional things in there. Like if you feel like you're deficient on something or if you have like doctor's information from another place, right. they will or customize if you, like, something for you. Or if you're like, you. hey, like this is my symptom, they'll 
kind of like customize it for you. Exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. And then they even go, so they go from, you know, treating various conditions that people have mm-hmm. all the way up to treating something as simple. Like they have one called the hangover. So you can literally oh go and they're hungover and they have one specialized just to hook you up for a hangover. That's so funny. It's, I bet you celebrities funny. do this all the time. It sounds so skeezy to do though. Yeah, right. Like if I'm going to get an IV for my hangover, I'm going to You're recon- too rich. I'm going to reconsider my life habits you're, actually. You're too rich if you're and if you're too. going to go get, get a hangover I, IV, like you're way too rich. Yeah. But also like I would maybe do it like if it was like, I don't know, if I was rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when would I do it? Okay, yeah, if I was rich. If I was I rich, know. I would. Even if you had the money to me, it just seems skeezy. Yeah, but it like. It seems kind of strange. But like, if you had a, like, if you were rich and you had a bunch of money to like blow on bullshit. Yeah, it is skeezy. Let's be honest. It's fucking skeezy. It's a skeezy. little strange, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know what? Fuck you. Deal with your fucking life choices. <laughs> Go buy a blue Gatorade like everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. else. <laughs> exactly. Go get a fucking McDonald's um, egg McMuffin and, and a blue, blue Gatorade. Gatorade and go home and sleep it off. <laughs> yeah. Sweet cheeks. Linda. Take a fucking personal day, sweetheart. Yeah. Or like do your partying on the weekends (laughs) like the rest of us. So speaking of partying on the weekends Mm. and maybe partying during the weekday though, you have some really exciting new weekly features that we were going to chat about today, one of which we actually started. So this episode's going to air on a Monday, but we're recording it on a Wednesday and we did a little in your dreams story segment. So maybe you saw that last week. Yeah. We had a lot of fun doing it. Yes. It's super fun. And um, I think a lot of you know, because I've talked about it on here before, that I'm trying to kind of, you know, find like new ways to interact with you guys, like on on the Insta- on the Instagram. On the Instagram. Oh, you know, I love that good old Instagram. <laughs> um and just like i don't know we we love hearing from you guys and um i know we have like some stans who have been with us from the beginning and like that's amazing and we want um to just make everyone feel welcome and like give a little bit of a kind of what what would i call that a sampling maybe of what we're about yeah, a little bit of a sampling and make things accessible to you. Like that's one of the whole points of our show. Exactly. Is to make stuff accessible for and, people. And we love like we love talking to you guys. Like w- sometimes I'll have conversations with listeners for like an hour back and forth on Instagram. And I love it. Like it's so good. And we'll just be like literally talking about nothing. Yeah. Um, and whether that be on my personal account or whatever. But um yeah, I really love it. So I just wanted to say um thank you to the people who did write in so far tonight. We're really loving it. And we're also really enjoying uh doing the replies. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And we've decided like we're both gonna try to do as many of them together. But yeah. also we're going to, you know, do some takeovers that are like just individual. Yeah. And uh, so- no no promises for mine. This is a huge growing experience for me. But <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Brian does not like to be on video. Yeah, I don't. But you it's know weird. What? But I need to get I, over it. I think that that's like also cool to say because it's like you know, we do this podcast and it probably comes across like we're both like so confident and blah, 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 blah. But really, it's like we both struggle with our own personal shit because we're our own versions of fucked up and awesome as we've learned from Kim Jana yes. and uh, aka Zero Fucks Life Coach. And yeah, like we all struggle with something, right? So even though we're here making this episode right now, like we both still have struggles with things. Yeah. Personally, I love like I love being on video you do yeah you're one of those people but like only in certain ways if i'm in control of it i'm like eh. if especially if it's funny i'll be yeah. like i'm down but if you're not in control of it and if maybe it's like it's someone if someone is taking my picture i'm so awkward like <laughs> there are so many weird pictures of me out there like when it's like a group photo and i'm just like doing the weirdest shit it's like 
I don't know. Ooh, I don't you're know. deflecting somehow. This yeah. is interesting. Right? I yeah. Know. I know. We need like a real life dream analysis thing, but I feel like we need to be certified for that. I know. And we can't just be like a real life ologist. I would love to have like a medium or like something on here. Oh, yeah. It'd be so cool. Hey, we threw it out there. We, we did. Can, there you go. Um, we can make it happen. I actually have an idea already. Oh, great. I yeah, love it. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> um. Also. Yes. Other things that I deflect from. Yes. So we were doing a little bit of stats today because we were like, let's check it out. What's our stats for our 50th like yeah. episode? I was about to say anniversary again. Dumbass. And we were going through just like <laughs> the demographics, the location, the geographic aspect. And I was of like, I hate this. From. You hated it so much. It was actually really funny to sit it down across the table from you and me pull out these lists and be so excited to see all these places like that were listed and numbers. Yeah. And you actually told me like you hated it. Yeah. I was like, I hate the segment. It's so boring to me. But I, but I was out. also like, you know what? Like, and you were like, well, why, Kristen? I was like, you know what? Good fucking question. Yeah. Like, why do I hate it? And then we realized when Brian showed me a map of our listeners, and I was and like, where's I, I showed Krista a map of the United States that had all of the states highlighted that we're listened to in. And she looked at the map and asked where Canada was on a map of the United States. Oh my God, it was so funny. Wow, I'm dumb. <laughs> and California is our number one most listened to state. So it was obviously like, it was in a color gradient from white to dark blue. <laughs> California was literally dark blue on the West Coast. And, and I it, thought it was BC. And <laughs> <laughs> but also, okay, I just want to say like one of my greatest achievements, like it's burned in my memory, was the day in grade three in Miss Stewart's class when I listed all of the provinces and the territories yeah um to the class okay and i did it all like i was like british columbia alberta saskatchewan manitoba ontario and now i can't yeah. remember the rest <laughs> <laughs> so we determined that yeah you don't like geography no you're not a big fan no i am a big fan and you i are. like i like stats yeah. too so that's why i love this segment you're like ah you could take it or leave it i'm like i hate both of those things but i was insistent i was like all right well we'll modify it slightly but it's still going to happen so the stats are just going to happen krista let's get it over with just kidding <laughs> let's do it don't make me read out every state so this is where we compromise though so in the United States, um, this is actually kind of crazy this time around because the last time we did these stats, I don't our most listened to state was California. Okay. And it still is, right? It's not. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not anymore. Krista, God, just shut up. <laughs> shut um, up. Maryland. Maryland is, is our, our most, most listened to Maryland. state. Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Snaps to you, yeah, Maryland. So snaps to Maryland. Um, I don't, what's in Maryland? Do you know? Baltimore. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> the Orioles. All I know about that is like the wire. Oh, there you go. See? Yeah. And I think we had a similar conversation last time we I visited think so, this. Yeah. But yeah, so Maryland's number one. Um, California's number two. Love it. So snaps to California. Snaps to California. You know how to party. And then number three is New York. Oh, well, I love that. That's yeah. cute. Yeah, so that's fun. And then for the metro areas, so like the actual cities, Okay. Um, our number one most listened to is Baltimore. Okay, there we go. So snaps to you, Baltimore. Just so bizarre, though. Snaps. I love it. Maybe they like our accent. Maybe. Maybe they're similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number two, San Francisco. Lo- oh, yeah. okay. I like that. And then number three is New York. Love New it. York. New York, New York. New York, New York. Yeah, well, which is fun. I love that. Um, also, I going to San Francisco Pride is on my bucket list. Okay. Um, and... So, you know, maybe I'll meet some of our listeners maybe if, I, you if will. I go. There, there's a 
quite a few of them down there. Right? Yeah. Like, surprisingly, not as many. Like, I feel like if you went to Baltimore Pride, you'd yeah. maybe run into a few more. Yeah. Baltimore Pride. Baltimore but, Pride. I mean, there's people in San Sweet. Francisco. Sweet. Can't wait for it. <laughs> um, And considering how many people are in Baltimore, she meant that with the utmost sincerity. Oh, my God. We're sure your pride is lovely. I bet your pride is honestly great. Yeah. In fact, send us fun things about Baltimore. We want to know more. I just, like, don't know anything about Baltimore. No. Krista thinks of The Wire. Yeah. I think of the Orioles. You guys I, have so much more to offer. Right? Like, show us. We love it. We want to hear more. We want to learn all about it. Well, one of us wants to learn all about it. I want to learn all about it. I just don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, that man. was me in school in a nutshell, mm-hmm. literally. And then, I want to learn about it. I just don't want to talk about it. Um, country-wise, yeah. um, our Swedish listeners have actually... Dropped off? They ha- they are lagging. Motherfuckers. Because New Zealand is now beating them. Really? Yeah. So this is kind of fun. Our top three countries that are listening to Backchat yeah. are the United States. First? Canada. And New Zealand. Wait, United States is before Canada? Oh, Canada. So Canada's first. I was like, first. what the fuck? Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, not that far off though. So okay. Canada and the US basically could like each be their like one category together. Cool. Um, Yeah, New Zealand is in there too. What? That's yeah. so random to yeah. me. I love it. So weird. Yeah. And then Australia and then Sweden. Love it. Yeah. So just wanted to throw that out there. I thought for episode 50, it was really fun to come full circle and talk about it again. Okay. So now that we've, you know, finished our stats. Yeah. Had a little break to take a pulse. Yeah. A pulse. And have a little snack. And have a little snack. Which you have been chopping into I know. this brick I know. of cheese I have Shut in my up, fridge. Shut up, Brian. And it's not even cheese I'm proud to say I have. Like, it's just like... <laughs> it's proud just. A brick of old cheap marble cheese. It's Armstrong. That I reserve for nachos. And you've just Kay. been diving into that thing. Okay, because let me tell you something. First of all, if that brick of cheese, that teeny tiny poopy doopy brick of cheese was in my home, I would have eaten the whole shit in one sitting, especially if it was on nachos. And You would have eaten the hold on, you would have put that whole thing on a small plate of nachos. Easily. Well, Okay, but here's the thing. This is How the difference are you between not you and dead? I. This is the difference between you and I. Okay. When you make a treat, you make it portion controlled. Mm-hmm. When I make a treat, I make a treat. Okay. I make a fucking treat. Yeah. Like a, a whole- full tray of nachos. Like like going to Bandita's, getting the full fucking thing. But could you could you eat it all though? Would you be able to eat the whole thing? Is that a, like, what kind of question is that? I don't even know. Is that rhetorical? No, it's not. It's concerned. Could I eat it? Please. Of course I could. Wow. Of course. How would you feel about yourself after? Beautiful. Okay. Fabulous. All right. Not how would feel? Yeah, not not at all. What, how soon would you poop after? Next back chat. Yeah. Okay. So let's just talk about the health ramifications. Okay. For some of reason, cheese, okay, the no. most dangerous snack. <laughs> You know why? This is the thing, though. This, the difference between you and I is that, like, you, your idea of a dangerous snack is like a plate of nachos with a quarter of a tiny brick of cheese. Well, no, it's just because there wasn't a lot of nachos on the tray, though. So there were a lot of cheese considering the nacho proportion. Because um, <laughs> I didn't. Why need, weren't there a lot of nachos? I didn't need a lot of nachos. Okay, you just. <laughs> Snatchos. <laughs> okay, Boo didn't need um, a full tray of not nachos. That's fine, yeah, but but I had more cheese on it. Well, I just enjoyed like probably the same amount of cheese that you put on your nachos. I think you did. Your yeah, snatchos. Yeah, love me some good fucking snatchos. Yeah, and you ate it all impressively. You haven't finished the whole thing yet. No, I'm at halfway point. Okay, let's yeah, not get halfway out of through my here. cheese log. <laughs> I'm halfway through. I could do some more damage. I know you could. 
Yeah. Just saying. I feel like the challenge has been accepted like to eat all the cheese. <laughs> challenge fucking accepted. Yeah. I'm like, I got the bear. I'm eating your cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. I love it. So how's your week been? My week has been amazing. I actually went to a um, – the opening of the Vancouver International Women in Film Festival yesterday. Oh, wow. It was super cool. Where was that at? Uh, Van City Theater, which okay. is actually just around the corner from you. Seymour and Helmkin. That's right there. We, yeah. You can see it looking over my shoulder. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what's funny is yesterday I, when I was with um, one of our listeners, Trisha, and also a friend, obviously, but I'm just saying, okay. Um, <laughs> and we were down there and I was like pointing out your building and I was like, I think that's this building, blah, 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 blah. So um, I think I was right because, in fact, if I look over, I can see the open sign. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, like, if my salt lamp would have been on, I don't think I had it on yesterday, you can see it. Oh, my God. Like, that's all you can see. That's why I don't keep it on now, though, because when I've been on the street, I realize that, like, my salt lamp, like, just draws your eye to my windows. Oh, my God. You're ridiculous. No, I just feel like up here, if you look around, no, you notice the Christmas tree all the time. It's not even lit up. Okay, yeah, but that's because literally people's apartments are, like, a few feet away. huge and glowing in the window, though. Like, your eye is just naturally drawn to it. Are you afraid people will see your silhouette? Um, With all the lights on, you can see everything. I can see everything in all these condos. Is it me? So it's fun to have on sometimes, but other nights, if you just want to, like, you know, have a cozy night home. I can see it in your window. No, <laughs> you, you keep it off and you just enjoy a night of anonymity. Okay, fine. Yes. Well, um, I don't have that problem because I live in a heritage building, which is very old. The hot and cold water come out of different taps, but I love it. Yeah. But I do have hot neighbors. I just found out. Yeah. From Brian. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, All over the neighborhood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, welcome to Chris's neighborhood. Right. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the gayberhood. It's lovely in the gayberhood. Won't you be mine? What? Sorry, I'll stop. Anyway, I went to the Vancouver International Women in Film Festival yeah. opening at the Man City Theater. It okay. was amazing. It was so fucking beautiful. Um, we got a big popcorn. What the fuck else is new? Mm-hmm. Um, and some beer, and we sat in. And the opening night showed the films Bidaban and warrior women okay um beat up on was a short stop motion i think it was like 18 minutes or something maybe ish oh that's interesting um of stop motion yeah stop um, motion is so fun oh my god especially when it's, it's done well so beautiful it was yeah. literally like stunning like i i i was crying because of how how actually phenomenally beautiful it was wow like, it was just beautiful yeah um amanda strong was the director okay um, she what she told, said it took about two and a half years because the director the directors were in the audience okay um oh that's re- so did they, they have did a Q&A? Q&A. yeah oh that's amazing so she mentioned that it took two and a half years of like full-time work to create this like 18 minute film which i just think is like amazing like yeah and the the character was non-binary okay um like the main character which was amazing um, um can you define non-binary so non-binary is just like gender like you don't like conform within like the gender binary so the gender binary being like male or female okay so like non-binary means like it's like it could be like a third gender it could be like not identifying with either of those genders right. like it, it could mean several things okay but basically it just means like you don't identify within like the strict definitions of being male or female okay yeah and thank you for defining that i think a lot of like i we see this term everywhere but often you know unless you go out of your way to look for it um you don't inherently just know what that means yeah that's 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 so true and like i all obviously i'm not like the the be all end all to all information yeah um but it's a good starting point for people to just listen to and know like next time they hear non-binary that's what it means yeah for sure um 
I mean, you know, it's always important to, you know, try to get as much education as we possibly can. And yeah. also, like, the definitions are always expanding. And, like, what I love about, like, the idea of non-binary is that it's, like, it's – I don't conform with male or female. And it's, like, I just do my own fucking thing. Yeah. There you go. And it's your own shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, just to tell you a little bit more about Bidaban, I think it's how you say it. Okay. Um, but she's an indigenous filmmaker. And this was the – this is just, like, the little kind of synopsis of what happens. And I just think it's, like, it's, like – Oh my god, you guys! Like, if you have a chance to see this movie, I'm not kidding you. Like, if you have the take eight, it, if you have the 18 take minutes, it. take it. It's so good. So, since time immemorial, indigenous people have harvested sap from trees. Yeah, Bidaban, a young indigenous non-binary person, and Sabe, an oh shit, sorry, I just I just moved my finger, <laughs> an age-old shapeshifter. Set out to gather sap from sugar maples in their suburban neighborhood and thus to continue the work of their ancestors. Bidaban can see traces of time, people, creatures, and land. It was phenomenal. It sounds phenomenal. Um, excited that Bidaban, which is in brackets, it says the dawn comes, which I believe is like the meaning of that, will yeah. be screening in Vienna. The tricky one is blah, 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 blah. We don't really need to talk <laughs> about that part. Um, it was in Vancouver. It was amazing. Um, there was – it was based off of a poem, and I can't remember who the author was, which I apologize for that. But it, basically of caribou ghosts because I actually didn't know this about caribou, but caribou used to roam southern Canada. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Um, yeah. I well, didn't know that. We still have a lot of caribou in the north. In the north, but yeah. not in the south. Okay. So – and like the – the um, Like the southern premise, Canada, like all the way down to like the U.S. border kind of thing? I believe, yeah. Like that's what she seemed to be saying in her. Like I'm not. Don't quote me, but like I attended the Q and A, and this is what she she okay, said. Yeah, was that caribou used to roam free in southern Canada, like right. in like in the west coast here. Yeah. So and they have very sensitive migration patterns. So yeah. once it's disrupted, they don't go back. Exactly. So like it would make sense with all the development, right? Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of what they like. What she was saying was like um, this. The poet who the film was inspired by yeah. um, was inspired by the feeling that they got from um, the caribou ghosts. Okay. Like f- feeling them all around. Yeah. And like wolf and ex- like, you know, things like that. And yeah. I just thought that it was like, it was like, you guys, I, it was so fucking beautiful. Like yeah. I can't express enough. Like, especially if you live in the West Coast, um, I just felt like it was so wonderful. Although I actually believe that the the uh, filmmaker is from Toronto or Ontario. Ontario, Ontario, okay, yeah. And I believe that the film actually takes place in Ontario. Okay. But obviously, we're we're talking about like south and north. We're not, yeah, not specifically West Coast, but I know the filmmaker um, resides here. Okay, yeah. Always. And I'm, I'm proud of you for going through that because I know how, how you feel about geography. Uh, and that oh my was god, a for I know. You. But the movie don't sound, even get me started on the geography. film sounds phenomenal. Um, where, it was amazing. If people wanted to go see it, like, do we have to go to a theater? Where can we see this? Um, you know what? It's a good question. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure if it will play again at um, at the at the Vancouver whatever film festival that yeah. I just told you about. But if you go to Spotted Fawn Productions on Instagram, so Spotted and then Fawn F A W N Productions. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's the director's page and yes. i'm sure you could find access to the film amazing from there. i actually will personally be going to oh spotifyproductions.com to look yeah i'm not kidding you you guys like it is a thousand percent worth your time like it was so beautiful i cried like yeah. it was gorgeous oh that's good i yeah. love that the ending was amazing i want you to see it so we can talk about it yeah and then the feature film so that was the opener film and then the feature film was um warrior women yeah and this is directed by christina king and elizabeth castle okay and it was also phenomenal. It was a documentary. 
Um, it was uh, so it's described as the story of mothers and daughters fighting for indigenous rights in the American Indian movement of the 70s. The film unveils not only a female perspective of history, but also examines the impact political struggles have on the children who bear witness. Oh, wow. And so like it basically documents um, Madonna Thunderhawk's life. OK. Um, as a um, as an activist. Yeah. And she is like unbelievable. She actually reminded me of. um. Oh my God, what's her name? Of course, I would forget it right now. <laughs> what's that? You know that show on Netflix that is um, Grace I, and Frankie? Oh, yeah. Okay, what is her fucking name? Lily well, Tomlin? Yeah, Lily Tomlin. Okay. Okay, she reminded me so much of Lily Tomlin. She's just so funny. I need to pause you right there. Lily Tomlin, did you know that she's the voice of Miss Frizzle on the Magic School Bus? Are you fucking kidding me? Did that not just blow your mind? <laughs> my are you serious? Yeah. I love Lily Tomlin. She's Miss Frizzle from I the Magic School love- Bus. Did you know Lily Tomlin is gay as fuck and I like did. didn't come out for a really long time? I did. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so back to. Sorry anyway, to interrupt. Uh, back to. That, 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 that felt important. Right? Yeah. yeah. She reminded me of her just like in her attitude of like, you know what? Fuck you type of thing. And yeah. like, I'm going to do my own thing. And like, oh my God. She was, it, it, the movie is funny. It's moving. It's like important yeah. for us to see. It's, okay. Um. It was just, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Like, and also so cool because the 70s was like such a time for political movements yeah. within, with, among like young people. The 70s is fascinating to me. Right? Yeah. And it like, is a especially, fascinating time. Especially 60s, 70s, and then the die out. Yeah. Of like, what happened to that culture and it's yeah. like what it turned into. Yeah. That from like an anthropological perspective, like so it fascinates me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it also saddens me it's it's you know what like i i think it's so interesting like like you said like sociologically anthropologically whatever yeah. it's sociologically so probably more relevant but but like i i think that it's like it's just so it's such a different time like but it's like people were so passionate but like look at the resources that we have now and like the ways that we can communicate it's like it just automatically changes that like people were literally just going off of like the basically the hope and like the the idea that other people would think this too or that other people would show up like there was no facebook group telling you to show up to the protest there was no like it wasn't like that it was just a different time it was a different strategy of communication and it's not to say that one is better than the other but but it's just it's just really interesting because it's literally like kind of the beginning of like this more left politics exactly yeah well not even the beginning though i feel like they were i feel like like, a lot of their like the modern or like the mainstreaming yeah but like the radicals at that age like i feel like they were almost as advanced as people are now. Like, I feel like oh, we were 100%. almost at that point. And I agree. all of a sudden, they were set back 100 years. That's crazy. And it's just really but interesting. We, oh, but you know what? Actually, sociologically, yeah. that's how things work. It always, like, goes forward and then takes a few steps back. Look at, like, Barack Obama, and then we got Trump, right? Yeah. Not we, but, like, they and they, like, you know, the U.S., things that go on there affect us greatly. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's um, one of the things that they mentioned in the soap dispensary was that the in the soap dispensary workshop that I was in earlier mm-hmm. was that the U.S. Um, it's li- we're literally our beautiful forests in Canada are be- like completely being deforested for toilet paper in the U.S. That's the number one seller. Yeah, I read that's about disgusting. that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And that makes me sick because this is also when you talk about that, you're not only talking about. Um, you know, you're not only talking about just like waste and like, you know, resources, but you're also talking about politics Yeah. because um, we also have literally indigenous communities in Canada that don't even have access to fresh water. Yeah. And yet here, like, but we're also deforesting on off of indigenous people's land, mm-hmm. but we're also not acknowledging that it's indigenous. Like, it's like and, and selling fuck. it to the States. And selling it to the United fucking States <laughs> to make money yeah. and ruining people's. So yeah. So Warrior Women is absolutely amazing. It's not available in Canada th- right now. 
Okay. It's available in the US, but I believe it's a- available in a- an educational format if you go to warriorwomenfilm.com. Yeah. Um, you can also find them on Instagram at warriorwomenfilm. Okay. And they basically, like, it's just, it's a phenomenal story. I, yeah. I mean, it has it has highs, it has lows, like, it's funny. Um, it's a story of a mother and a daughter. It's a story of resistance. It's a story of resilience. It talks about, like, standing rocks, uh, wounded knee. Yeah. Um, it talks about uh, Madonna Thunderhawk's upbringing okay. at, um, as a young girl and That's running, a lot of running around the, you know, the the land that they had and then the government came in and put dams in and it yeah. f- literally flooded all of the, like this indigenous area like their homes like they literally had to move like 50 miles away wow to escape the flooding like their homes were destroyed yeah are you kidding like come on are you trying to tell me that the government didn't know that that's what was going to happen <laughs> of course they knew that's what was going to happen yeah you know what i mean so just like absolutely beautiful portrayal of um just resistance and um and love and family and Oh, amazing. that sounds good. It yeah. sounds like like something worthwhile checking out. Oh, highly, highly recommend. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was beautiful. Me and Trisha loved it. How long was it? Um, good question. I I don't know. Maybe an hour. Okay. Yeah. It was so a, not that one was long. longer. Yeah, like neither one was like super long. Like the first one was a short. Yeah. And the second one was like a feature length. But okay. I, um, I believe it was only an hour, maybe an hour and ten. Yeah. I don't okay. Know. Yeah. All right. That's good. Somewhere that's around a, there. That's a good documentary length as well, too. Yeah. Right. Without like going, even though it's a beautiful story, like we're just trained to have certain attention spans. Yeah. Yeah. T- it's true. So yeah. it's important to get your message across. Like time as shitty as that is to say. Oh, you'll be. It's it, the day and age we live in. Yeah. And this is like one of the easiest films to keep your attention on. Like, it's so funny. Oh, There's just so much that happens. It's so funny. Yeah, it's just like, it's funny. It's it's just amazing. Like, you just, you feel the energy of these people like radiating through the movie. Like, it's just fucking phenomenal. I can't say enough good about it. And I think it's important for everyone to see as well. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How about you? How was your week? Warrior women. (laughs) Oh my, my week. Yeah. Um, now I did that not, I've been talking, I did not attend long. anything that okay. impactful or that interesting since we last met, which was not right. that long ago. Just right. so you know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I feel like you've done so much. I feel like you've lived several lives, Krista. Right. Every in this week, whole time though. frame. Yeah. yeah. Um. One thing I that did happen to me this week, and I don't often bring this to the back chat table because oh, I never remember these things. Okay, I can't wait. Well, see, I I came home. Okay. And then I made some dinner. Okay. And I sat on the couch. Yeah. And then I got a little sleepy. So okay. I went to my room. Oh, okay. I yawned and I stretched and I put my head on my pillow. And the next thing I knew it was in, in your, your dreams. dreams. <laughs> Which is really funny because it's actually my big weekly thing for you this week. I can't wait. Yeah. When well, you want to know how my week was, I'm like, how am I going to work the segue in? And she's not going to lose me. But I you were right there with that. me the whole time. I loved it. So I don't often remember my dreams enough to write them down. Okay. Okay. And I actually had a dream this week. You did. That stuck with me so vibrantly like I can actually remember it like I just had it. Crazy. And so for those specific things in that dream to stick with you, we always say like that's a message that's trying to get through. True. So I'm just going to tell you kind of what happened in the dream. And okay. hit my high points. Do you want me to read the t- like text message that you sent me? Oh, if you of want. this dream. Well, you know what? I'll just I'll kind of relive it myself. Okay, you as, relive as I it. say it out. You relive it, and then you, you just you relive you let it. Let me know honey. what those high points are. But like the first one, so I was in this hotel, and it was. This is why I want to say it myself because I like I have a little bit more detail than okay, I was okay. willing to type out. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was like an old historic hotel. Um, it was beautiful. And then we were in the basement of this hotel and there was a pharmacology convention going on, which so was random. like such a random thing to have going on. And um, they were serving hot tea at this pharmacology convention. Can I pause you for a qu- question? Yeah. 
Was this after your IV drip? It was. Okay. But not um actually maybe about a week after though. Okay, okay. So it wasn't just, that just wondering. But just yes, wondering. um this is actually is really funny that you say that. Maybe this ties in a little bit. Maybe the IV drip had something to do with this vivid dream Who knows? that I remember. Who knows? My brain's so hydrated it remembers all of the <laughs> It's cuz your brain is hydrated, Brian. I'm remembering this stuff. Brain. But yeah, so they were serving this hot tea that came out of like a metal dispenser, but the cups were like this ornate, super fancy, hyper realistic oyster shell that was made out of porcelain. It's so cool. Yeah, and it was like these big oyster shell cups with this handle on the side and I remember looking at them thinking like this is awesome i can't wait to drink my tea out of a porcelain oyster, oyster shell, shell. Yeah. and then when i got to get my tea there was no oyster shell cups left so i had to use like some random cup that was left over Rude. yeah so i filled my tea up drank it it was delicious tea in my dream and then um my coworker andrea was there okay and who's also a listener and will be listening to this um she decided to break out of the pharmacology workshop and there was an actual pharmacy set up in this basement oh and she convinced the pharmacist that she was capable of giving people shots oh okay okay. and so we got b12 shots from this pharmacist and she gave me a b12 shot in the basement of this hotel so she gave you the b12 she did yeah which is really interesting because when you get a b12 shot i've had them before we talked about it earlier they really burn when you get them oh. and it's like unpleasant. She get it in your arm? She gave it to me in my arm oh. and it didn't Did they burn. Did give it to you in your arm? It didn't hurt at all. It didn't burn. I didn't even feel a poke, but I got the B12 shot because I felt the B12 after. Right, which right, Which is super, right. yeah, another interesting thing. But it was pain-free, like completely. Right, From right. the poke to the actual fluid. Then the next thing I know, I'm suddenly on this beautiful tropical island. And okay. I know that because like I descended on it from like the air and I could see everything. And it was like this beautiful, like there was white sand beaches oh God, and amazing. turquoise water Let's and like go. tons of jungle. And I was with my partner, Jake. Yeah. And um, there were dinosaurs on this island and some of them were kind of dangerous. Other ones were nice, but it was like kind of like we're on like an adventure island, you know? Right. Like you could feel like that there, there was like a little bit of danger, but it wasn't like imminent. Exactly. It, but it could have been if we weren't careful. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. So we're like going around to different Crazy. beaches. Jurassic Park. Yeah. It was. It kind of was like Jurassic Park, but a little bit more beautiful even than that. Um, we're going from one place to another. The next thing I know, we are on this random train. It's like the kind of train that goes around Stanley Park, like the passenger train. Like a tiny train. Yeah. But we're on this tiny train going from one beach to another. Okay. And we're going through this construction zone. Yeah. And then suddenly in the middle of the construction zone, um, his sister like pops out of nowhere <laughs> demanding that we install a satellite dish on her house which is not on this island so that means like we have to leave this island on short notice and go install the satellite dish oh my god my partner decides for whatever reason that yes this needs to happen right now Ah! and i am so pissed off (laughs) that we have to leave this island on whatever we're doing to install a fucking satellite Satellite dish dish. for his sister because she demanded it so i made a huge scene in the dream oh my god then my partner's mom shows up out of nowhere yes and pacifies the whole situation so i felt better my partner felt better and i don't even know if we had to install the satellite dish and then oh my god that's so weird and then um yeah i randomly woke up that's so interesting Mm -hmm. well in true backtrack fashion (laughs) i'm prepared to hear this dream um and i've analyzed it for you boo thank you you're so fast Oh, I'm so fast. This whole time you've been doing that, I've been analyzing. I could see the smoke coming out of your ears. Analyzing. So. Yes. We know that to dream of a hotel. Mm -hmm. What does it mean? To dream of a person. It means a personal shift. 
Right. I just need to pause you right there. Go for it. Do you know the sense of relief I feel? So I've not heard your interpretation of this dream yet. I actually feel comfort knowing that you're going to analyze this. Oh, that's great. And if I feel like this, I'm just hoping other people actually feel the same when we do their dreams. I would hope so. Because like, yeah, I just feel a sense of comfort no matter what the message is. I feel safe. Well, like I want to like bounce this off you because I've got the interpretations and we have to put it together together. Okay. Okay. So what we know about a hotel is like it's a personal shift in identity or the loss of your identity. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and then the basement, like these are the things that I've pulled that I saw as important. Right. Um, the basement, like that rec- represents your subconscious mind and your intuition. Okay. So in this dream, you were in the basement, like getting a, an IV or like getting a, a vitamin B12 yeah. shot, right? So a pharmacy represents like you like you needing to correct your thinking and readjust your attitude okay so that's kind of interesting right yeah and vitamins in a dream uh represent your need to strengthen your willpower so so far like we're kind of looking at your subconscious and yeah. something about your like thinking your attitude um and to, like, strengthening what you yeah. maybe think that you don't even realize okay right okay so there's and a ho- like we said a hotel re- uh, represents the personal shift to identity or the loss of yeah so like to me there's like two things going on here there's like kind of the part with andrea where you're getting this b12 shot and then there's the part with your partner right yeah so now the T, T represents satisfaction and contentment with your life. Okay. And this happened in the basement of the of hotel. the hotel. Yeah. So this happened in the subconscious of your mind. Mm-hmm. You had tea. Um, so maybe you're, you're, you're satisfied and you're content. Yeah. Um, you're taking time with something in regards to a certain relationship or situation. Okay. So it means you need to take a little bit of time. Yeah. You're an oyster. And even though this was an oyster. Um, teacup. Teacup. It can represent your sexual urges um, and gratification or... Yeah. It could represent beauty, humility, wealth, and wisdom. So Interesting. Oysters are kind of like, I think oysters are something that represents like se- sexually for most people because we associate it with that. Yeah. Um, Which I never have. Yeah. I and find it's like the polar opposite. So your second I was definition. Literally, oh, I was really? just going to say, I was like, <laughs> but you're gay. And I feel like oysters are like, for some reason, like more associated with like a vagina. Yeah. And I think that's just because like, it's like kind of cute like a vagina maybe kind of slippery and slimy like one maybe they smell similar no they don't not unless it's a sick one <laughs> is that what a sick vagina sounds just, like can i just say that a sick vag smells like a sick peen oh okay yeah fair fair like a sick peen fair. smells fishy and weird like yeah. if you don't fucking wash your bits and like mm-hmm. uh, take care of yourself properly like you're yeah. gonna have a smell yeah and i have smelled the same smell on a peen as i have on a vagine yeah. okay just saying <laughs> I feel like, like, though, I'm just, like, honestly, legit, I feel like vaginas get such a bad rep for being, like, smelly, but that's totally, like, a 100% misogynistic bullshit thing because penises fucking reeks. If you don't oh, take care of it, you are preaching to it the choir. fucking reeks. You are preaching to the choir. Yeah, like, yeah. it's disgusting, but no one ever fucking talks about it. Why? Because we literally live in a patriarchy where penises are, like, regarded. I mean, I talk regarded. about it. Yeah, you do, but you're different. <laughs> <laughs> you're different. I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, kind of like this thing where it's, like, vaginas smell, but it's, like... No, they actually don't, mm-hmm. first of all. Like, maybe in, like, a minor way, like, if you're, like, at the end of the day and you, like, went to the gym or something or, like, you have mm-hmm. your period or whatever, it's, like, there's a little bit of, a, like, a metallic smell. But, like, no, it's – A, it's delicious. A, it's – B, it's – I wish everyone could just see the look on my face right now and the look on Krista's face. Just saying, honestly, fucking – sexual organ 
Okay, I apologize for <laughs> dreaming equality. about an oyster teacup. Stink equality is all I'm saying. Stink equality. Everyone fucking stinks. Okay, yeah, it's true. at one point or another, you have stank. You all stink. You all fucking stink. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> oysters. Happy fiftieth. <laughs> Happy fucking fiftieth. You all fucking stink. <laughs> you all fucking stink. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to go off of the assumption that for you, oysters <laughs> represent beauty, humility, wealth, and wisdom. Okay, good. Okay. Now, um, I feel like at this point in the dream, you are kind of heading off to this island. Am I right? Well, that literally happened in the dream, yeah. yeah. I was descending on it. Like, remember when Gaga jumped off the roof of the dome mm, on the Super Bowl? Don't remind me. That's like, how I was coming down to the island, excited. I feel. I was like... Yes. Doing the bug Yeah, with her like... With that weird thing. Yeah. God, I love her. She's fucked. Anyway. Love that, Aries. Excuse my burp. Yeah. So the beach mm-hmm. actually represents the meeting of your two states of mind. <gasps> so it means you have one thing in one corner, one thing in the other, and yeah. they're coming together. Yeah. Harmoniously. Now, guess what time source mean? What? An outdated attitude. Okay. So this is all kind of coming together. It isn't is it? coming together, yeah. Well, um, it depends, though. I want to hear what the rest of it is before I make an informed decision. Yes, yes. So um, the jungle represents aspects of yourself and your personality that might be inhibited. Okay. Okay. And then trains represent conformity. Oh, interesting. Oh, here we go. And then construction represents rebuilding yourself. So I just want to pause here and say that it seems to me like you're having kind of a struggle in your own mind, right? Like with the beaches and the meeting and the dinosaurs. And then when the sister hops on the train to say, hey, you got to do this, you're like, no, like I don't want to. Like yeah. I, And so it's like you're the, a train represents conformity. It's like this person, like it's obviously not actually represented by that person. And actually what do we know about hanging out with your boo? It's yourself. Exactly. So you're hanging out with yourself and um, it's like there you're, be, you're actually might be struggling with – Maybe your mind has opened to some new idea yeah. and you're kind of struggling with like either conforming to popular belief or yeah. going with what you think is right. There you go. So that's to me what I see okay. in this dream. Um, is there anything more? Um, the only thing more was that you mentioned to me in a text that you were eating buckwheat in the dream. Yes. That actually represents prosperity and abundance. Oh, wow. So that yeah. ties back with the oyster shell. Yeah. So I kind of think if I were to sit back and analyze this for a listener, okay, that it basically involved some just some major almost like reinvention and making peace with some situations in my yeah. life yeah. that is actually going to lead to me being me being better off in the long run, whether that's materially or emotionally or yeah. maybe both. Agreed. And you know what? And I have I, an idea that I actually have. I know what this is. And I'll, is I'll only get there ah! like when I make peace with this. I think, yeah, we both know. <laughs> yeah. And I think like I've almost fulfilled that dream, which is like- I think you have. And I'm, I think I made a comment before we did the podcast tonight that like- yeah. every, And I'm super Things proud are of you. great and yeah. fine. I'm super proud of you yeah. for it. Yeah. And I think like this is where, you know, we love doing in your dreams because whether or not you're aware of it, like- you're always in a constant battle. And obviously, like, the goal, especially here on Backchat, is to, like, be as mindful as we possibly can. So yes. we always know what's going on. Absolutely. And we always have control over our reactions yes. and over our state of happiness. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes, you know, things slip by. And I know for a fact that that has happened to me, you know, especially as, like, someone who's, like, more new to mindfulness. Like, it's only been a little while. So, like, I feel like when you're having these dreams, it, it can actually be really kind of therapeutic. Yeah. Because finding out that X means Y and whatever, it's like, it's just like this little connection with your brain and it reminds you that, you know what, you're in control. 
Yeah, exactly. You're in control of your destiny. You're in control of your circumstances. Yeah. And like you're in control of your mind. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it's your choice how you react to things, how you deal with certain things. Like it falls back to you. Yes. But that's a big thing to swallow. It really is. That's a lot of tea to drink. It is. It is a lot of tea. And you know what? It's kind of, kind of be hard to swallow for me um, is when we do um, a certain segment where Brian creates a list. I do. <laughs> and it, it might be called <gasps> it's, it's in, in the, the Stars. That segue caught me completely off guard. Did it? I was not expecting that, which I like. I like that you surprised me. Krista, I love after it. 50 episodes, I love that you still surprise me. After 50 years together. You still surprise me every time. <laughs> and I'm all smiles. Also, this um little activity, I'm starting to really like, wait. A, I love that it's in the stars is now sign inclusive. Right. We include the whole zodiac. That's right, because we know how mad y'all get. Yeah, we don't discriminate. So now we know your, all your ears, like your little ears have perked up. Yeah. You're going to listen for what your sign is. Yes. So once again, Brian was unsupervised and he constructed a list with the help of oh. one of my favorite listeners. Her okay. name's Alana. Yes. She is just, she's fantastic. I love when we get to include listeners in our content. Like, it's so fun. Yeah. And it actually ha- happens quite often. So like, you guys, like, I just want to say, if you reply and you have an idea or you have something you want us to do, like, actually, seriously reply. Yeah. Like, we're both so fucking approachable. Like, and we're give fast. us a reply and we want to know. Like, and, like, we'll make the choice on the spot. Yeah. So today, I happened to be able to see Alana. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do it and it's in the stars list of all the Zodiacs signs if they were a category. Love Alana, by the way, just saying. So she said cars. Oh, oh my God. Which at first I okay. was like, um, I'm ready. I'm not a car guy. <laughs> and so I had to sit back. Which and I love. She threw out like a suggestion yeah. and I loved it. And then I kind of just rolled with it after that. Okay. So I sat down and I, I made this list. And this is what I love. Okay. So for our 50th episode, I did In Your Dreams, which usually Brian is more in your dreams. He's more of the dreamologist than I am. And then I'm usually more of the astrologist than yeah. he is. So now we've we've kind of gone We've reversed we've roles because we're podcast non-binary. We're bo- <laughs> no. Did I do that right? Like <laughs> sure. Can I get one thumb up at least? Like maybe like a quarter thumb. Okay. You okay. can get a quarter thumb. <laughs> it's okay. I just wanted to try and include that word again. You but just love that word tonight. I love it. I love I'm actually it. kind of obsessed. Okay, great. I yeah. love that. Um, and like, yeah, so usually... And, like, and what, I just want to say, like, whenever happens. I type like NBD again, I want it to be like non-binary dickhead. <laughs> That's what I want NBD to be now. So I love it. Yeah. What's NBD usually? No big deal? No big deal. Who fucking types that? But now next time I get it's a like pronoun, a dickhead, Linda. next time I'm like, will he be there? I'll be like NBD. Ah! <laughs> It'll be great. Also, can, I'm we actually, have, can we have an episode where that. we actually are Aunt Linda and then Christine? Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Like like to like an entire episode that way. Or yeah, or maybe start it with a takeover and then we'll gradually reclaim our ownership. Like could, maybe the struggle like, could be fun. Like perhaps we could start People an like episode of back chat. So Aunt Linda and Aunt Christine are Brian and Krista's aunties who don't exist. Maybe no. they do. Yes, they do. What in our hearts, they do. They, in our hearts, they do. They yeah. live in the Midwest. They do. They're lesbians. They're together. They wear so much turquoise. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I feel like Christine might wear a shirt similar to what you're wearing right now. No, she's not that stylish. No? No. No, like, I mean, just like the style, not the actual fabric or the pattern. But like, it would be probably a little bit more like flannel No, I feel like it would be like, yeah, like more like flannel or like more floral. <gasps> Hold on. Are Aunt Linda and Aunt Christine a couple? 
Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Of course, it's adorable. Aw, so we're calling them that, like, so basically, we're, we're almost relating this, like, when we talk about them, though, we're almost, like, from a sibling perspective, but then when we are them, we're, like, this we're a couple. Midwest lesbian couple. Yeah. I love it. We're just, like, not having sex anymore, because it's, like, we're both too old for it. Yeah. Okay. And, like, we're tired of it. And we live in the desert. It's already very dry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We can't spare the moisture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm fucking dying holy shit that was amazing anyway okay <laughs> portrait of a cactus <laughs> okay so this fucking in your dreams before i literally explode it's actually it's in the stars okay let's get to it's in the stars we're on it okay we are there we've landed on the planet of all of these stars so krista if the star signs were cars okay i can't wait we're I'm gonna so excited. Yeah. we're going to start with aries so okay. I feel like Aries would be a red Tesla. Okay. Whimsical. Okay. Whimsical. Uh-huh. Electric. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But somehow practical. Okay. You know what? Like, I feel like I don't really know cars, but I actually agree with this one. Yeah. And like, you're you're like me. Like, so we're just going on aesthetic and feel. Like, because it's red, it like brings in the Aries vibe. But like, it's also like kind of a bougie car, but it's like also something because it's like Aries love to spend money. Yeah. Aries love to spend money. So it's like Teslas are super expensive. But they're also practical from an ecological standpoint. They are. And like also just like they love to bring all their friends in it, you know? Oh, totally. And everybody wants to be in it. <gasps> They'll drive everyone around. I'm so excited that we agree on this one. I know. Oh, we never good. agree. No, okay. we never do. Okay. The next up, Taurus. Okay. Taurus would be. Don't tell me. The pussy wagon from Kill Bill. What? <laughs> To me, that's like Gemini or something. Also featured in the telephone video featuring Lady Gaga and Beyonce. I was thinking you were going to say like it would be like an SHO. Like a Taurus would be like an SHO or something. Oh, you know, that's actually good. That is good. I just, the first thing I thought was the pussy wagon. For a Taurus? For a Taurus of all people. Because it's a truck, right? Okay. So a truck is kind of grounded and functional and it'll be the first home from a party. But it's also the pussy wagon. And the truck. Taurus loves their pussy. They do love their pussy. I'm not kidding. They like the P. They like the D. It's just like I'm the pussy kidding. wagon. I'm not I'm just going to tell you one thing about every tourist that I know. They love pussy. Yeah. So is the pussy wagon not appropriate? All right. All right, Brian. To personify You know what? You're right. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Mel. Ah! <laughs> I hope she listens. Yeah. Um, Gemini. Okay. Let's Are you ready? Yeah. Gemini. So since okay, hot dog buns have two sides, yeah. right? And Gemini's, there's twins. Why is there a hot dog um, bun? The Gemini would be the oh Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. What? <laughs> With a horn that plays La Cucaracha. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, I wish I was a masculine. See, I thought of that song, but no, their horn has to play La Cucaracha. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. What the hell? Yeah, These are amazing. That's the Gemini movie. I never fucking understand you and I love it. So we'll move on to Cancer. <laughs> Okay. Cancers are going to be some kind of Range Rover because mm, they're dependable safe. and it gets you where you're going, but yeah. they're also clearly Gucci. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I agree with that, actually. Yeah. Okay. A Leo mm-hmm. is, and this is kind of contradictory because of maybe what, you know, a certain Libra drives, but I think a Leo would actually be like a matte black Jeep. You know what? I could see that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So it's not functional. It's not. Um, it, it will get you flashy. where you're going. It's flashy. It will get you where you're going. And it can also like, it can be off terrain or inner city. Totally. Yeah. Which exactly. Leos love because like they're all basically, and- basically every fucking server or like bartender you've ever had is a Leo. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So just letting you all know that. And they all love to fucking go party on the weekends and they love to go camping. Yeah. 
So it, it's perfect, but they also like to look good during the week. Yeah. yeah. So like they look amazing, but then also they can take it out to like wherever the fuck in the mountains. It's functional. On the I like that. Um, next up, we have Virgo. Okay. So Virgos would be um, the hot dog van from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> what? Remember when they were pretending to be dog groomers and they had that big van that looked like a dog? Brian, why? Well, because I just feel like. Do you hate Libras? This would be Virgo. I mean, Virgos? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, I'm just going to tell you right now, Lib- or Virgos would be a Subaru. A Subaru? 100%. A Forester? A Subaru hatchback. Oh, a hatchback. <laughs> would they have snow chains on the tires? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. They're prepared, Well, Brian. they are. Virgos just, are prepared. I felt like like the dog grooming mobile was just like fun and memorable and like in your mind that you'll never forget like that's, a Virgo experience. That's not a Virgo experience. Okay. So a Virgo experience is a... <laughs> Brian, Virgos are like the mom of the Zodiac. Okay. They are like the caretakers. Like okay. if you're drunk at the club, a Virgo will take care of you. They're going to slide up in a Subaru. They're going to slide up in a Subaru. Or a hatchback. With their partner. Yeah. And they also have groceries in the back. And like they have a granola and a snack for you. Oh. Yeah. Any yogurt? That's a Virgo. No, because it would go bad in the car. Uh, and it would be messy in the car. Yeah, it would be yeah. messy in the car. Okay. They, they have tissues. They okay. have they have everything you need. They have nail clippers. Like, they have it all. Perfect. Yeah. So they're dependable. Lesbians. They're going to be there. They're, you know what? Can Linda and Christine be Virgos? 100%. We a, Vir- are Virgos. a Virgo duo? Yeah. yeah. A Virgo oh, duo A Virgo couple. power couple. Oh, yeah. A yeah. Virgo lesbian power couple who Albuquerque, drives a Subaru. you better look out. We'll be the real housewives of Albuquerque. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But we'll both percent. be the housewife. I can't wait. Yeah. The trout wife. Both of us. The trout real wife. trout wives of Albuquerque. Yeah, Real we're trout wives. wives. Honestly, hashtag. So next up is Libra. Okay. Now I had to be object- objective okay, so about excited. this because I am a Libra. This is Alana's suggestion. She just mentioned it like as a general idea and I decided it should be Libra. Okay. Oh my God. Tell me. And please. if you're from Vancouver, you'll especially get this. A Libra will be a midnight purple Lamborghini with an N sticker on the back. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You have to have the end the sticker. The end sticker makes it a yeah. thousand percent. If you're, you're not like from, Cher from you, fucking Clueless. If you're not from Canada, so when you have an end sticker, that means you're a brand new driver on the road. And oh, it's like God. legislated that you need to have the sticker on for X amount of time. I'm literally in, dying. But in Vancouver, we see so many Porsches, Lamborghinis, luxury vehicles oh, with an N on the back hummers. of them. Which means that there's literally a 16-year-old that this is their vehicle. Yeah. Although, let me just be honest here. I'm 29 years old and I still have my N. Okay. But, but that's still... because I'm just lazy to get it because I don't have a car. I would just drive Evo. Like, why would I get it? It's like expensive to get your N. Yeah. I mean, you're full license. Well, it can't be that expensive if people it's with not. Lamborghinis I'm just have lazy. them. Yeah. It's funny, though. So, anyways, I, yeah, Libras would be a midnight blue Lamborghini with an N sticker, though. That's the, the caveat there. All right. Um, Scorpio. Scorpios would be the Batmobile. Oh, Sle- I like sleek. it. Sexy, okay, but kind of terrifying. Yeah, like scary. Like, is the like laser pointer going to come out and cut your balls off? Yeah, or is this going to be consensual? Like, what's we going really on? Don't we know. don't know. We're afraid. It's dark and mysterious. And you know what? I'm just going to add rogue to that. So, like, it's a rogue Batmobile. Oh, it's a rogue Batmobile like, for sure. Batman is not fucking driving that mobile. No, but someone not wearing leather is. Yeah, someone wearing a fucking <laughs> In dick. Fact, the Batmobile. Someone wearing a fucking like vinyl dick shaft is wearing yeah that. and the batmobile is going to pull up and you recognize the vehicle and then it's going to roll down gonna and you're, you. you're going to be like wait With a second plastic dick. you're not batman <laughs> and then you're going to get pulled into the back and it's going to drive away oh my god yeah okay let's not trigger people but like a hundred percent 
<laughs> that was not intended to be triggering. I know, it was I'm just joking, like, I'm joking. Yeah, where, mind, my, where my mind went. Um, it's where my mind went to, to, if I'm being totally serious. So Sagittarius, you're either going to love this or you're going to hate this. Okay, I, I thought a Sag wait. would be a hot pink Rolls Royce. I love it. It's so Sagittarius. You, do you agree? I agree. Okay. I agree. Like the hot pink, like you can choose the color Sag. If you're a Sag, you can choose the color. No, if it's going to be like Sag has to be a hot pink no. Rolls Royce. Because that's like the highest end car with a potentially tacky color, but they still know they're the hottest in the market. True, but also like that's why okay, I specifically chose that combo. Here's my thing with Sagittarius. Thought went into this. Okay, 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 fine. You win. You win. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm not trying to win. But what's your thing? Uh, well, okay. Here's my thing. I I feel like all of the Sagittarius that I know will either absolutely love this or hate it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like it'll they'll be, be like, oh my god, yeah, hot pink rose eyes, or they'll be like, like fuck yeah, like I wouldn't fucking like I would I would wear I would drive that, or they'll be like. I would never fucking drive that. Yeah. That's like, why doesn't Backchat go to the Vancouver landfill? Because it's going to be full soon. Yeah. Go to the fucking landfill and yeah. fucking make up that whatever percentage. <laughs> go back to your landfill. Of- oh, shit. Go back to your fucking landfill. That's kind of good, actually. I love it. Yeah. It's we'll say it to trash. Yeah. Okay. Um, Capricorn. <laughs> we'll say it to trash. Now, Capricorn, I feel like... And now you have to hear me oh, out for I'm the a, whole thing. I can't wait for a Capricorn. So Give I feel me like, a Capricorn. I feel like Capricorn is okay. going to be a brand new 29, 2019 Corvette Stingray edition. Oh, that because bitch. Because this is that a bitch. This is one of the most bougie and beautiful cars on the market, but it still has a bad side to it. So they're like, hey, bitch, I killed a fucking Stingray to make these seats. Uh, I love this. Yeah. yeah. This is so Capricorn. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's like Absolutely. bougie, beautiful, top of the line. Yeah. But still like they had to slice but it's like, a stingray. Like, you know throat. what? Don't even try to fucking take my picture if I'm parked on the fucking corner. Like yeah. I'm inside getting McDonald's. You fucking poor folk. Don't fucking take my picture. That's a Capricorn. <laughs> I feel like that has more of like other signs qualities though. Like I feel like Capricorns no. just have. Capricorns they, are they, bitches. Well, they can, they have no, like a streak. Capricorns are literally the ultimate bitch of the Zodiac. <laughs> They're the most emotionless. Really? A hundred percent. Aquarians aren't the most emotionless? No. Okay. Uh, okay. Capricorn. Okay. This is the difference between Capricorns and Aquarius. Okay. Aquarius are humanitarians. Capricorns yes. are not. Both of them don't have emotions. <laughs> okay. So Aquarius does still care about the fucking humanity. They still care about the population. Yeah. Capricorns don't give a fuck. They're oh. just here to work and make their money and fucking step all over you to get it to the top. Oh, and I see. I think the Capricorns I know aren't like that. Brian, it's I, astrology. Yeah. Don't question it. <laughs> it's very subjective. Also, like, look at me. Like, it's also dependent on your moon and your like sun. So and many blah, blah, different things. Like your rising. Like, yeah. it, it all depends on this. Like, I I don't believe that I'm emotionless at all. I feel like I'm actually oh, quite. You're emotional. very emotional because you have a Libra moon. I have a Libra moon and a Cancer rising. Thank you, honey. <laughs> But I feel like, yeah, Capricorns, But at like, the same time, they, they can- I definitely have the ability to, like, shut off my emotions if needed. Like, okay. to a, to, to a, like, rude degree. To but I try not to do degree. that anymore. That's good. I'm that's, glad, that's- I'm glad you decide to feel things. Yeah, I did. Totally I did. Good. That was the decision I made, like, back in 2012. But yeah, so my idea for Capricorn for that was, like, bold, beautiful, but you have a bit of a, like, a mean streak. <laughs> you have a bit of a mean streak, which goes along to complement the aesthetic. <laughs> Okay, we've got two more signs to go. Okay, Aquarius is next. Okay. Now you've I been dying wait. to hear this. I, I can't right? wait. I'm so excited. I don't want it to be like anticlimactic, <laughs> but I feel like Aquarius what? would be what? the magic school bus. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm fucking down with that. Yeah, like, can I get a high five for that? Are you kidding? Yes. Of course. Got Aquarius. The yeah. magic fucking school bus with Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Give it to me. That is Aquarius. Yeah. Miss Frizzle, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like my first masturbatory fantasy. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. That's hot. Actually, no. My first masturbatory fantasy was the ant from Bobby's World. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Bobby's World? No. It was the ant from Bobby's World. Wow. Oh, it was like fun. from a singular episode. Like, I don't even remember. Like, okay. But I know, like, I had my little sheepskin rug and I was going at it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so that's, um, well, at least some sheepskin you, is Bobby's naturally <laughs> antibacterial. So, <laughs> oh, uh, we're two for two for the mics. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. last but not least, okay. it's the season of Pisces. Pisces and we love I just it. felt like Pisces would be. A light blue Miata. Oh my god, of course it would be. Yeah. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah. It's perfect because Pisces loves to be like super wise, but at the same time, they love being called like the cutest of the group. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, they love that. They love being like the baby, but also like But the, the Miata bitch. is like it's wise. Yeah. You know, it's been around. It's wise, but it's like it's like don't fuck with me, but also like I could be cute if you want. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It does everything that you need a Pisces to do. It does, yeah. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, Brian, those were fucking phenomenal. I'm glad you love them. Yeah. I'm I, glad you love them. Um, we learned a lot about, I think, like, we educated each other a lot more into our views. Yeah. And I think what we astrology. really learned is that we really need to get, like, mic stands that are just, like, drilled into the floor. Or that come down from the ceiling. I would love that. Then we'll never knock them over again. No. Yeah. We can just, like, bang into them by accident, mm-hmm. but that will be normal. And I watched, like, little Insta stories from other podcasts, and they actually have those. Like, well, you know what? They're the bougie ones, so we'll get there. No, we'll get there. One day, one day. We didn't think we'd have listeners in uh, fucking Baltimore. True. And we do now, so we'll get there. Yeah, true. This is true. This is true. And speaking of listeners everywhere, if you ever want to contact us, you can find us on Instagram at Backchat Podcast. Yes, and please, please, please tell us all of your thoughts. We want to hear from you. We love when you chat back, okay? So fucking chat back to yeah. Backchat. You can find us. Honestly, I'm at Backchat Podcast, which I just said, or write us at backchatpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-I-L. And you can find me on Instagram at Bryhelix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. And I think that's a wrap on our fucking 50th, 50th episode of Backchat. Back so in the meantime, I'm Brian. I'm Crystal. And together, we're Backchat. Back <laughs>